Can I get an amen? You got an amen? Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Hey, y'all. Welcome to Can I Get an Amen? We are hoping that anytime you tune in with us, we're leaving you a little bit better than you were before we found you. In our podcast, we hope to ignite something inside of you as we share our passion for personal growth, finding our God-given talents and gifts in this world, and also our love for living an intentional life. And that something sparks inside of you um, makes you, you know, shout out. Amen. Amen. We are back for our Lenten mini-series. We've got Father Nick Dupre with us. We are talking about the 10 ways that the devil oppresses us. And today we are talking about number six. So, Father Nick, bring us. Yes, we have for our sixth way that the devil oppresses us, idleness. And this is a little bit different from procrastination. And we'll start with a quote from Scripture. It's from 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 10 through 11. For even though we were with you, we gave you this command. Anyone willing, unwilling to work should not eat. For we hear that some of you are living in idleness, mere busybodies, not doing any work. So we was thinking of our confirmation students. And we all know about service hour requirements that our confirmation candidates have. And I've heard, you know, some kind of reduced ways of looking at our youth that well yeah that's to keep the youth out of trouble the youth they like they sin more than older people or something and i can tell you right now hearing confessions for close to eight years that is not the case um the reason why we have these service hour requirements not just like kind of manual labor but spiritual service hours is it serves a twofold purpose number one more obvious one is the faithful should grow towards that their sense of like uh, ownership and stewardship towards their parish communities. They should always be mindful. Hey, what does my pastor need? My parish needs me to be a part of the work that's going on. Uh, but secondly, is for the benefit of the soul to build up good lifelong habits that sustain the soul in the heat of temptation. And I was thinking of uh, something from St. John Bosco. He's a patron saint of the youth. He had a ministry of working with young boys, teaching boys. And he says that uh, vacation time is the harvest time of the devil. Vacation time is the harvest time of the devil because you have just an abundance of idleness during that time. And I remember my first few years as a priest, I was surprised at how I came to see the summertime as spiritually dangerous. And the first telltale was how mass attendance plummets immediately. I've seen this in every single parish I've worked. If I was taking masses as in the assignment where I was at the time, or I was covering for another priest, mass attendance plummets in the summer. And it's not just at the beginning, if that's what you're thinking, oh yeah, you're ready to go on vacation. And you know, maybe you're talking about May and June, Father. Nope. All throughout the summer, you see mass attendance on Sundays. I'm talking obligatory days. You sin if you don't go on this day, Sunday, as specified in the Ten Commandments it plummets and it's it's still that way and 
you can't say that people are on vacation for three months like everybody has a cottage in Alaska or something. <laughs> it's no, it's because of the dramatic shift in occupation. Mm. You go from having a schedule, having tests, having demands on you, having work requirements placed upon you. And then summer comes in and I guess the, the school schedule there just kind of dictates uh, the way of life in the home and and people fall into a lot of idleness and it becomes, as St. John Bosco says, the harvest time of the devil. He's waiting to pick you off. He's waiting to get you off your routine, off your fidelity to your spiritual practices. And so idleness is... Uh, a bit different from procrastination in that procrastination is you know what you have to do, but you come up with excuses not to do it. Idleness is you are sitting still. And I remember my days um, as a religious and spent a lot more time with one of my spiritual fathers, uh, Father Michael Champagne. He would say, you got to stay a moving target. If you sit still, you're dead. And and so he's very known for his high activity level, but it's very true. You have to stay uh, a moving target because the devil is always trying to sift every single one of us. Okay, I feel like this is controversial. Okay, because <laughs> Father Nick's face, he's ready for it. Yeah, <laughs> because I just speaking for me personally, I feel like God created me to be in momentum at all at all times, and so. We talk a lot in a lot of different spaces about you need to be still so God can meet you where you are. You need to just be. You're not a human being, not a human doing. And so I I personally struggle with melding those two worlds together. When is it appropriate to just be and to rest? And when is it appropriate to be doing things and be busy? Very good. Idleness is defined by lack of intentionality. So uh-huh. it doesn't sound fun, but yes, scheduling time to rest. So you like right now, all priests and, and deacons and parish staff, people who are looking at the onslaught of work coming with Lent mm-hmm. and the Easter vigil. If you haven't buttoned up your vacation time, it's, you're looking at a miserable time because you are going to be so overworked. Mm-hmm. You're going to know it by the certainly by the end of the Easter vigil, if not by your last Easter Sunday morning mass. It's it's a wreck. It, it is very hard to push through a triduum. I can say it been through it. And so you should schedule in that time to rest. Mm-hmm. Idleness has no intentionality. You're not even considering what you need to do to rationalize not doing it, which is what procrastination is. Okay. Idleness is you're not even making the consideration. You know, you've just gone down some rabbit hole of amusement and uh, kind of diversion and distraction. And you've really kind of divorced yourself from having an intentionality throughout your, your day or your use of time. Okay, that makes so much sense. Thank you. Yeah, that was a brilliant <laughs> answer. Yeah. I don't even have anything else to say. That was so good. That And that makes total sense to me. I do have one question. Mm-hmm. If you go to the Easter Vigil Mass, you go. You got to go to Mass again on Sunday? 
No, babe. In fact, that okay. is the one everybody should go to. And I I know there's priests who make no bones about it. You're missing out on the best one. Yeah. You know, and you should strive. Yes, it means a sacrifice, especially if you do, what is it, seven, nine readings for the, uh, the liturgy, the word. But it tells the whole story of salvation history mm. and all this. You get to see new people uh, entering the church. You know, we have one. Thank you, Lord. We're bringing in baptism, confirmation, first Holy Communion. Uh, but to go to all three, you know, Holy Thursday, the washing of the feet that's being used in the um, BSA campaign mm-hmm. kind of language right now, washing each other's feet. Good Friday. Usually people don't miss Good Friday. They'll make that one a point. Holy Thursday, I find commitments waning on that. Um, almost any community I've ever seen, people don't really take that one too seriously. But if you do the whole triduum, those three holiest of liturgies, make that third attendance, not at Easter, late Sunday morning, try to make it the vigil at the dawn of the resurrection yeah. when it happened, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I did my first, I was like, did Lent, did Lent yeah. this past year. And it was beautiful. And I did Easter Vigil. And it was long. So in the spirit of rest, I would suggest a nap before that Mass. <laughs> um, if you're new to it, anyway. Yes, because yes, Because yes, it's, yes. it's long, yeah. Espresso, yes. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. Ooh, okay. This was, this was good. Yeah. Intentionality. Fight idleness with intentionality. Boom. What's our challenge going to be for the week? <sighs> to schedule time to rest. That's what we're challenging you. To schedule time to rest. And to sit quietly. And to just be. Just be with your buddy. Yeah. As a point. Yeah. Like, uh, let me just add this real quick. There was a heresy called quietism in all my brother priests are like, yes, maybe <laughs> right now. But <laughs> there was this heresy that exaggerated the value of be still and know that I am the mm-hmm. Lord. It it kind of wound up becoming more about idleness. It didn't have a goal set in the time set aside for prayer. It was just be still. It looked kind of more like Zen Buddhism. Mm. You know, just empty yourself kind of thing with no intention to go deeper into your intimacy with the Lord. To hear the calling of what's the next thing. Because I always think when Jesus called the apostles, he didn't just like sit with them. Like they always went on a walk. He's like, follow me. So in my mind, it's a time of rest or a time of quietness or idleness always should be followed up with action. But I'm like, is that because I'm... Like guilty of just being too busy? Making a resolution to change one's life. Okay. Amen to that. Amen. Amen.